Previously on episode 171 of the Overtalking Podcast. Um, who is Cousin Mike? Oh no, <laughs> this is not going to be good. We don't really talk to Cousin Mike very much. Almost seems like CJ's doing this intentionally <laughs> to sabotage the show. This is this is my cousin Mike Ditka. Hey, like the 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 Mike Ditka. Well, it was named after Mike Ditka. It's it's a family name. We're uh, big bears. It's fans. a it's a family name. It's a family name. Yeah, Ditka. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, the the real Mike Ditka is actually my cousin. Funny enough, on the other side, not related to you, Eric. Uh, you so, know, I, I will say we don't really stay in touch with the, with that part of the family, <laughs> okay. even though I am named after him. We don't really stay, stay in contact much. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but I mean, your voices are indistinguishable. Yeah. Oh, is that so? I see. I don't. People tell me that I can't even hear it myself. I don't. I was I, watching like, the movie. Oh, you got a Chicago accent. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just. Yeah. What's up, Mike? Where, where are you? Where are you living these days? By the way. Oh, still Chicago. Yeah. Don't Born don't. and raised. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Here. I wasn't Greatest sure. city in the world. And now on with the show. Oh, hey. Hey, Lauren. Looks like we beat Ken and CJ. Yeah, I, that's weird. CJ's usually pretty prompt, but uh, yeah. How you been? Uh, you know, been better. You heard about this COVID thing? Oh my gosh. Don't get me started. <laughs> it's really <laughs> putting a wrench in my whole life. <laughs> it's kind of a buzzkill, if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, well... How how long should we wait, you think? Is this like a, if the teacher doesn't show up in the first 15 minutes, we get to leave <laughs> kind of thing? That's the dream. Uh, <laughs> maybe let me text him. Oh, uh, Ken texted us. He says, I'm on vacation later, losers. Seems <laughs> really rude. Okay, rude. Okay. Uh, what about CJ? Have you, I mean, have you heard from him today? or? Um, let's see. Uh... Oh, yeah. He says, sorry, guys, I forgot to mention that I can't make it either. Wait, mm. what? What are, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. What? He says, don't worry. I set you up with over-talking superfan Cousin Mike. Fuck. Oh, no. Have I met Oh, Mike? no, he's joining the Zoom oh, now. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey! It's me, Cousin uh, Mike. Hey, Cousin Mike. Uh, hey! Nice to meet so you, Mike. So good to see you. Hey, Lauren. Very nice to meet you as well. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you know this. I'm actually familiar with their work. I've been to some of your improv shows that uh, you and CJ were in. Oh, All good stuff. Uh, uh, thank you. Um, it's really good to meet you. I always love meeting a member of the family. You all are great. So I, I assume. Ken and CJ have sort of given you the rundown here that uh, they can't make it, so I'm taking over, and uh, so should we go ahead and get started? We all good? Sorry, sorry neither of them are coming? Oh, oh yeah, so no, just they, they, they sort us. of gave me the reins here. Um, between you and me, I'm, I'm sort of thinking this is kind of like a tryout that they might they might be asking me to take over or be like a third co-host kind of thing. I'm, I'm really oh, excited Oh, did they about say it. that Oof. explicitly? I, yeah, no, I would I, not get your hopes up about that. <laughs> No, I, I don't know that they said that explicitly, but I'm kind of reading between the lines of you know what I mean. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. they they tell you what we're we're, we're going to discuss and all that, or no, mm, no, nope. No. Um, oh boy. Uh, oh, uh, have seen any good documentaries lately? Or I don't know. 
Yeah, watch oh, anything. Ac- yeah, actually, I, I saw this great one about this uh, Chicago band, the Blue Jean Committee. Have you guys heard of them? Do you, sorry, do you mean the documentary now show? Yeah, yeah the this Netflix. two-part documentary, Helen Mirren introduces it, which was like amazing. I, I can't believe they got her to do some documentary about this rock band uh, in Chicago. But So you're, you guys have seen that one. Why don't we do that? Um, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, awesome. Uh, your word is Chicago. Here we go. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess we're tag teaming this. Okay. Uh, Eric, you're moving to Chicago soon, ideally. That's the hope. Yeah, I'm coming up to Chicago. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a, seems like a cool city. Uh, you live there, huh? I, I do live here pretty close. Hey, shut up, shut up, shut up. Oh. Shut up for a second. Hey, welcome to the Over Talking Podcast. It's me, Cousin Mike. Uh, this is the show where we talk over movies and TV shows. Uh, Kenneth C.J. are not here. I'm taking the reins. And with me, I have the wonderful, my cousin, Eric. Say hi, Eric. Hey, Cousin Mike. So, and Lauren so happy And <laughs> Over Talking Superstar. <laughs> That's nice. Thanks. So, yeah. Uh, what's up, Mike? Oh, what's new with me? I'm so happy you asked. Thank you. Uh, well, as you know, I used to work at the Vienna Bee Factory, which is closed down on Damon. Oh, rip. Yeah, so that's unfortunate. But uh, don't fret. I've, I've taken my sausage skills somewhere else. I'm now up in Lincoln Square at Jeans. Oh, well, congrats on the new job. That's great. Hey, thanks so much. And I do know that that is a real place, so... <laughs> That's that is a real place. It's up on Lincoln there, right in Lincoln Square. Uh, there's a nice Greek restaurant across the street. That's pretty tasty. Uh, you can get a lovely sandwich there. They got plenty of mustard, sausages, meats. Oh, they have mustard there. Yeah, plenty. Oh, so many <laughs> mustards and cheeses. Oh, cool. What about they napkins? They got a nice rooftop deck. Napkins, they're pretty short on, unless you're getting a sandwich up top. I think they got a couple, depending on it. I think the rooftop, they're about to open that up. They got a couple napkins up top? Yeah, a couple two-tree napkins. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. All that mustard. And, uh, hey, speaking of sausages, uh, we'll be talking about the Blue Gene Committee, which are a couple sausage workers, uh, when we return on the Overtalking Podcast. Okay. Good evening. I'm Helen Mirren, and you're watching Documentary Now, Season 50. Some rock bands endure for decades. Others are gone in an instant. But every so often, that instant creates music that lasts forever. Please enjoy tonight's film, Gentle and Soft, the story of the Blue Jean Committee. My name is Gene. I live in uh, Chicago, and apparently you guys are interested in talking to me about the Blue Jean Committee. Well, I'm Chicago, born and bred. People always said I was a bit of a handful which was probably a nice way of saying I was a little dickhead. My pop was the foreman at the old Vienna Bee factory over on North Damon. My parents both worked at Schwenke's Sausage and Rendering. That's where they met. Schwenke's is the best. I think I am nailing this. What do you guys think? Is this going good so far? <clears throat> uh, uh, yeah, so anyways, is there like a next segment or... And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. <laughs> I'm joined here by my cousin Eric and Lauren Jowan. Hello again. Hey, Mike. 
All right, uh, so here's the time where we put 30 seconds on the clock for somebody uh, to describe. Why don't you guys try to, you'll describe it, but you alternate each word. Does that sound good? Oh, perfect. Each word? (laughs) Yep, each word. Lord, we'll start with you, and your time starts now. This is about a band that is doing California. Also, <laughs> ten seconds. As five, four, a, three, two, music, one, and time. It's about a California band that does music. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> we did it, and that was time. You heard the buzzer there. I, I think you guys nailed that. And hey, uh, really quick before we move on, is this what I sound like? Uh, from what I remember, yeah, it sounds about right. I haven't, I haven't seen been on the show in a while, and I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I think this is what I sound like, but, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I think this is what you sound like. Yeah, okay, I think cool. it's interesting. Your accent is a lot more consistent this time than it was the first time. Uh, I was going to mention that, too. <laughs> you know, I've been spending so much time in the city, you know, which each, with, each patch, <laughs> with each passing day, more and more Chicago in me. You know what I mean? And, sorry, you were born and raised here, right? Born and raised here. That's right, baby. Got it. The greatest city in the world. Your accent is still developing? (laughs) Yep. With each passion day, it gets better and better. (laughs) That's one way to describe it. Like a fine wine. Or cheese. (laughs) You were born and raised here. Whereabouts, actually? Oh, you know, we moved around a bunch. uh, (laughs) Mostly on the north side, though. Okay, yeah. but Yeah, I would say uh, probably north of diversity, uh, (laughs) west of... Uh, let, let's see here. West of Ashland, maybe east of Western, uh, at least for the, you know, a couple places, lived at a couple different spots. Uh, we're actually looking to move right now, sort of surveying, uh, what's out there. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the market is crazy. Did you say, did you say we? Yeah. Me and my betrothed. Oh. Oh, Mike. I didn't know this. Oh, did, did you, do you not read the, the family Chain emails? I, I thought I had sent an announcement to everybody. Cousin Mike, this uh, is a fantastic question that I actually would love to ask you. So is it like a, is it just a thing in your family to wait as long as humanly possible to give huge information about life events uh, just as, as late as possible to the ones that you love the most? Is that like, is that like a, a character flaw or is that like a, some sort of tradition I don't know about? And sometimes maybe not even telling them at all. <laughs> Is that part of it? No. What kind of psychopath would do that? You'd want to share the good news with all your loved ones as soon as it happens. Yeah. Okay. That's good. It's good to know that it doesn't like, it's not in the bloodline. It just seems to be. Good to have that on record. Why? Did, did that happen to somebody you know or something? Yeah, uh, somebody that I would consider very close to me. Um, I guess the feeling isn't mutual, and that's fine. It was just a weird way to find out that... Uh, you know, he got engaged and uh, bought a house, and um, I just, you know, sometimes it feels like you're left in the dust, but that's, it's irrelevant. I guess it is, you know, pretty relevant to this documentary, uh, if you will. I think one of hey, the two... Hey, bring it back there. Well, one of the two bandmates really does feel left in the dust. We see this disparity between the guy who lives in Malibu and the guy who's still working at, at the meat factory, which I think there's no, hey, no shame in that, right? You're goddamn right there's no shame at working at the sausage factory. 
and you're right. There's two guys. There's the guy who lives in Malibu, <laughs> and then the other guy who works in the Clark. sausage factory. You cannot you. deny that there are those two guys. <laughs> there are two guys, and it needs to be said. Yes. Thank you. I, I don't mean to return to what you were saying, Lauren, but uh, who was this person that didn't share the wonderful news? Maybe I know him. I'm, I'm kind of a popular guy around the city. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, yeah. You, you might say that it's one of the guys who said he was going to show up today and then, you know, left us Ken? to lurch. Uh, no, Ken's, Ken's a pretty good guy. He's really outgoing, really funny. Disagree? Uh, well, kind, caring, really loves mm. me. Um, and he makes that quite clear. So, yeah, I would mm-hmm. say, you know, kind of the other guy. Who? It's CJ. My, it's my CJ. cousin. <laughs> CJ got engaged? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, what? When did that happen? Uh, I don't know, like four to six months ago, I think, uh, at this point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, that guy's not very active on the, the family email chain. I tells you, what are we going to do with him? But that that's great news. He got engaged. What kind of what kind of person would marry that guy? That's uh, love to meet her one day. Yeah, she really, she settled for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hard agree. It kind of seems like you're the only person active on the family email chain. Yeah, no, I have noticed that lately. It's been a little quiet. Uh, I just figured with the, uh, you know, the ever-looming global pandemic that people maybe didn't have a lot going on or a lot to share, you know? I think I'm realizing, I'm remembering now, I don't ever see those emails because I think I blocked your email address at the router level. I'm so sorry. What, what can't was even the, get in. What was the reasoning for that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what came through? What was the reasoning for that? Really just general nuisance. Not even really anything. Yeah, just kind of annoying. Hmm. I mean... Uh, <laughs> wow, it's pretty direct. <laughs> your cousin there. <laughs> not, not my email's annoying, right? You're not talking about mine. You just no, 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 no. not talking about you, cousin oh, Mike. Okay. So any, but how have you been? Yeah, what, what have you been up to? Well, uh, I'm still killing it at the Sausage Game. Uh, they kind of call me the Sausage King of Chicago. It's a little nickname that's going around the office. Who? Who calls you that? <laughs> oh, you got coworkers. Uh, you got Barb. Uh, she's there. She calls me that. Um, she's probably retiring soon, though. Um, Barb. Star. Uh, <laughs> Star's there. <laughs> Barb and Star. <laughs> They're big fans of me. I love them, too. <laughs> they really know how to make that meat, if I, if you know what I mean. I, boy, I don't. I <laughs> no. sure oh, no. don't. Maybe that's just a colloquial, colloquialism from the, mm. the sausage shop. Yuck. <laughs> Is that a byproduct or something? <laughs> yeah, we have to throw that part out. You don't put that in the sausage. What was it again? Colloquialism. <laughs> Oh, and it's good to hear that you, there are things that you throw out there in the factory. <laughs> sort of yeah, you know, just about everything can go into sausage, but there on a, there's a couple things, a couple do tree things that uh, you don't include in there. Got it. Uh, listen, I, I know we're supposed to be talking about this um, mockumentary, but uh, I think you mean documentary no. about the the band, the blue the blue jean committee. Right. The show's called Documentary Now. Right. <clears throat> yeah yeah but it just to be clear it it is a it is a, a fake document it is a mockumentary 
it's it, it has actors in it. This band isn't real. It's it's a fake uh, documentary. You know that, I mean, right, Mike? Lauren, they're on Spotify. I can listen to their songs. It feels like a real band to me. That's a okay. little insulting that you don't consider them a real band. I'm, something can feel real and not be real. I just I I don't I don't want to burst any bubbles here, but it I just need I need you to tell me that you understand that it is a fake documentary. It's actually it's really important to both of us that you explicitly say that you understand. I understand that it's a two-part documentary introduced by none other than Helen Mirren talking about the amazing Chicago rock band, The Blue Jean Committee. No. Okay. Okay. I also just want to say a band being on Spotify has no bearing on the legitimacy of that band. And what? completely unrelated. Check out Things Are Fun on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I heard of that band. They're great. <laughs> Yeah, you can kind of just put anything on there. And oh. uh, it's extremely profitable, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you guys definitely make money on there, right? You're not actively losing money to have your songs hosted yeah. on Spotify? No, it definitely doesn't cost money to host our songs there. Huh. No. Interesting. Good. <laughs> Good. That seems like a great business model. Yeah. Sustainable. To charge the artists to host their songs on there and to pay them fractions of a penny. Cousin Mike, I'd, I would love to ask you, as a Chicago native and a me. sausage factory worker, I, I would love mm-hmm. to know if you feel that they appropriately and properly represented these sausage factories throughout the mockumentary. Oh, 100%. Uh, oh, wow. Again, I think you misspoke there. That uh, You said... You're using that M word at the document. Let's move on from it, but Mike. Yes, they oh, yeah. they accurately portrayed the sausage workers in this excellent documentary. Yes. Should we play a clip? Sure. Yeah. One clip that uh, was a f- that I was a big fan of, uh, Eric. When you were asking about where I lived, uh, it was sort of near this studio that w- that was mentioned in this documentary. I don't mm. live far from there, and uh, can give you a glimpse. I don't, you know, I don't want to give away my address, but maybe this will give you a little hint of. Where, where I'm living these days. The original Capstone Studios was opened in 1967, the corner of Clyburn and Halstead. I know, it was Halstead and North. No, it was right there where Clyburn does that little jog. It's where it's uh, FedEx Kinko's now. FedEx Kinko's is one block up on Halstead and Clyburn. We were one block down on Halstead and North, where the Boston Market is now. There's not a Boston Market at the corner of Clyburn well, and North. Now, no, but there was one, and now it's a, what do you call it, a Panera Bread Corporation. The Panera Bread is at the corner of Clyburn and Halstead, and that is a fact. Case closed. Next subject. I, I mean, I hate to, you know, fault these two excellent chicagoans but they're both wrong there's no boston market or a panera bread code there what's there Whoa. now well at the corner of clyburn and halstead we all know it is of course a starbucks if you can believe that oh god well that's that's too bad or something <laughs> that's hey, right ne- right near the old uh, io uh, performance center where i uh, saw one of your wonderful shows oh, oh. that's neat have you rest in peace? Have you ever uh, dabbled in comedy yourself? Yeah, what brought oh, you out no, to a I... comedy show? 
No, I, I, I don't think I'm made for that. I mean, uh, this is as close as I get, you know, being on this podcast. Yeah, that's a, that's a shame. You know, anybody can learn. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning right now just being around you, you know what I mean? Wow, that's nice. Yeah, or weird. Either one. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <clears throat> um, what was your favorite song in this uh, mockumentary? Question for both of you. Yeah, Eric, what was your favorite song? I was going to say, Mike, take it away. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to fault the their number one song, the the Catalina Breeze. Is that what it was called? Uh, I think so. <laughs> Interesting. Well, you have the Spotify pulled up, right? I mean, you should you should just know, right? Yeah, it was yeah, it was Catalina Breeze. Is that what I said? That is that uh, is what you said. Yes. Off their titular album, Catalina Breeze. Interesting. And what do you think about uh, the fact that they they started as a true Chicago blues band and then mm-hmm. basically, for lack of a better word, sold out and decided that because California rock was the, the most popular music at the time, they, they just sort of flipped the switch? You know, I'm not too happy about that part. That's kind of where, you know, I was a big fan of these guys in part one, real Chicago heroes. And then, yeah, uh, then Clark kind of, I think he wants to, you know, he's all about the the Benjamins, wants to get some some coin, as they say. Uh, And yeah, they do kind of sell out. It's kind of disheartening. It's cool to see them sort of reunite at their Hall of Fame inductee, which, wow, what a big honor. Never been myself. Lauren, you're from Ohio. Ever been? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I have not. Ohio's oh. a big state. You did live a couple blocks away from it, though, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, no, the distance was irrelevant. Huh? Yeah, I just... Uh, uh, it's a personal vendetta thing. I don't really want to get into it, frankly. Did, uh, did Do you disagree with their Hall of Fame inductee because they were sellouts? I don't know if I disagree because they were sellouts. I think I mostly disagree because it's a fake documentary. <laughs> Don't it, under, it's actually don't a fake understand. band as well. Correct. And these, also it's actors are fake. and the plot is fake and the entire thing is... Ha, the hair, the hair, if nothing else, should be a dead giveaway. Did that you recognize hair. those guys' faces from anything else? You're Did into comedy. Those you? are the, the two main characters are two of the most famous comedy actors that are alive today. You know, you now that you mention it, you think I would have recognized them being in the sausage community, uh, that if these are also nope. fellow to sausage nope. workers, that nope. I would have seen them around. <laughs> nope, that's not what we're saying. Yeah, I, I think you got to stop, stop you right there. saying that kind of thing. Don't, I, I guess I'm not... You guys are seeing some, some metaphor or something in the documentary that I'm not picking up on, or... Did you ever maybe turn on the TV to a low number channel on Saturday night around like 1130, 1135. No, absolutely not. I got to be at the the sausage factory at like 5am the next day. I'm no way I'm staying up that late. Well, Hmm. you work the morning shift at the sausage factory. I did. I did at the Vienna B factory. Yeah. Morning shift for sure. Well, what do you work now? Uh, more of a normal, still early ish, like a 6am, 7am. Oh, so you went, you went from working. 5 a.m. Now you work at 6 a.m. Yep. Big change in your schedule. That's normal now. Yeah. Extra hour of sleep does wonders for you. I tell you what. 
I bet. You might even be able to stay up late and watch a show on Saturday night, especially because you probably don't work the next day. Is there one that you recommend? I think if you just channel surf on those low numbers, like I said, you might find something interesting, especially if this was like eight or nine years ago. <laughs> especially like, if it were eight or nine years ago. <laughs> I don't even know that it's I worth mean, turning the TV on now, if I'm honest. True. I mean, I, I don't know about YouTube's, but I don't have a time machine. Sure. Uh, can I ask, where did you watch this mockumentary? Doc- documentary? <laughs> it was on Netflix, like all the good documentaries these days. Interesting. But you're worried about turning back time? Uh, you know, you can... There's a huge backlog of television from all eras on Netflix. Yeah, like Cheers and uh, those kind of shows. And Yeah. Yeah, and like Cheers. I, I hear they got Seinfeld these days. And, and so when you got to the end of that second episode of this mockumentary... Heartbroken. And it, it said something like, next episode... Any well, this one's about... actually the end of the season, so I don't know what you're... There is no next episode. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, it probably rolled into season two, right? <laughs> yeah, not mine. I put it away. That was enough TV time. I'm only allotted so much each day. By whom? My betrothed. Your oh. fiancé controls how much television you watch? You know, she's looking out for the best of me, and so it's kind of like uh, we each get an hour or so a day. It's kind of my uh, wind-down routine, get back from the meat factory or now, you know, Gene's sausage shop, shower off that meat smell, and then pop on the, the boob tube for an hour or so. Don't call it that. Please do not call it that. Oh, An hour of TV a day, that's actually the perfect time to watch a certain show on Saturday night. You even maybe, maybe could get away with, because it kind of goes into the next day, you could kind of, I don't know if your hours roll over, but... You Wait, it's the get... next day, but they call it Saturday night? Sorry, can you pronounce that again? <laughs> yeah, what show did you say? Saturday night. Oh, okay. I huh? thought I heard I thought I heard an H in there for some reason. Saturday night. <laughs> That's so interesting. You know, I I'm not from Chicago. I'm from Ohio, as previously mentioned. I live very near the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Your Chicago accent is so interesting to me. That's what that's what these guys were telling me last time I was on. And you know, I, I of course don't hear it myself because it's just my natural speaking voice. But yeah, it's so staccato, and yet it like flows in and out, like it comes and goes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I don't know that it was necessarily a compliment. It was just more like commentary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean. If I, I will take any tips if between you and me, because I'm really trying to prove to Ken and CJ that I can, I can do this and maybe take over the show one day or something like that. Well, so two things yeah. about that: um, one, they have vocal coaches, and two, you know, you could start oh. your own podcast. Uh, it seems like so much work, though. I mean, these guys already have an up and running, very, very successful podcast. <laughs> I mean, it seems like you already got all the gear and. You were you showed up. You knew to show up without us even telling you about it. It seems like you're very you're kind of eighty percent of the way there already. Yeah, well, I I have had a lot of time to practice because uh, I don't know if you've know this, but the last time I was on was September thirtieth of twenty twenty. Oh, I definitely remember. I was there. I don't know. Yeah, cousin Mike. We, yeah, that was we did that episode together. Yeah, you were there. It was great. I had a blast. Was that one? planned or was that one sprung on you much like this one uh 
I don't remember, actually. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was definitely planned. They, they asked me, CJ specifically asked me to be on. No, I'm remembering now. It was definitely sprung on me. I had a really violent, oh. upsetting reaction when I heard he was coming on the podcast. And where can I ask? I know it's maybe it's not appropriate and we can cut this out, but I, I'm just wondering, like, where does all of that animosity come from? Was this like something in your childhood or did you, I don't know, like why? He seems like an okay, I mean, he's a unique person, but I'm just wondering, I'm wondering why you had such a visceral reaction to seeing your own blood on the screen. Yeah. yeah I thought you were just sick that day or something. Weren't no. feeling well. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that's true. Whatever I told you was the case then, that is true. I didn't lie about that. <laughs> I'm not sure that uh, you okay, said great. anything, if I'm honest. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I, I listened back to that podcast just because, you know, I, a little research. And I don't think that you said anything about it. <sighs> yeah, so it came around know. at the end of the episode that you were like, okay, it's okay that he's here, I guess. I'm just wondering, did he steal a toy from you at age six or... You know how when family members kind of get on your nerves and to an outsider, it's like, okay, you know, that's no big deal. Maybe like a little annoying, but you kind of extrapolate that out 30 some odd years over and over and over again. And it causes you to sometimes block someone's email at the router level. I just, I don't know what to say. And do you, do you share similar feelings for like your brother, for instance, like do you guys get along, or do you do you also have CJ blocked at the router level? Um, <clears throat> Mike, uh, so I think we have a segment now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is where uh, normally we throw the trivia. Yeah, let's uh, move it along, I think. Yeah, okay. Uh, and actually, uh, so Ken and CJ told me, Lauren, that you were going to have trivia. Is that right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I actually, um, while you guys were you know, talking about the boring stuff, I, uh, I (laughs) came up with a couple of questions. All Um, right. Well, you know what that means? It's time for. Hey, did you know that? Wonderful. Okay. Mike, I got to say. Hey, you know that? That's that's my version. (laughs) Mike. Do you know that? You really, I was literally about to say, you know, you're doing a really good job. And then you came in with that and just, I'll, I'll just keep my mouth shut. All right. Lauren, let's do it. All right. I just want to be clear that I don't want to get involved in any of this drama. That I I, I like this family overall, both sides. Okay. Um, these questions are definitely well researched. So if they're incorrect, uh, that's on you. Um, I was trying to to really lean into our special guest. I guess who is the guest here? <laughs> really, uh, <laughs> these questions are 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 meant to be lobs for. Uh, cousin Mike. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, this oh. should be pretty easy for you. Let's start off with an easy one. Um, what are sausage casings made of now? Oh, usually lamb intestine. Is that a, that's a, yeah, that is your final answer. That is the most common casing for most sausages now. I'm going to say goat intestine. Okay, that is no point to either of you. <laughs> huh. The, cor- the correct answer is collagen. Uh, this this sounds some like some weird hippy dippy new sausages that I'm not familiar with. Yeah, or just ones that you know are approved by the FDA. Either or. Oh, okay. Oh, so like vegan, probably. <laughs> uh, moving on. Question number two. <laughs> uh, the word sausage. 
is based on the Latin root meaning what? Sauce. <laughs> Aged. Ooh, much closer. The answer is salt. Ah. Mm. We do put salt in sausage. That makes sense. What are some other ingredients in sausage? <laughs> Meat. That's it. Meat and salt? Meat, salt. And then uh, that's where we get kind of clever if you want to have some of these new new wave hippy-dippy sausages. Probably put collagen in there or whatever. I don't think some collagen, impossible meat. collagen doesn't go in it. I think it's that's whatever. Anyway, the uh, this last question, what is the current world record for most sausages? Sausages, not hot dogs, eaten in one minute. Oh, It's lower dang. than you think. It's lower than I thought. Well, I mean, uh, my coworker Gary can pound a couple, two, three dozen, so probably like at least 36. Closest without going over. I'm going to guess 70. Okay, I'm going to give you both a second chance to guess. <laughs> you, you guys have eaten a, even one sausage before, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try one a day, I think. Okay? Do you know who you're talking to? Okay. So, in one minute, do you think you could eat a single sausage? Yeah. With my hands tied behind my back. That is extremely graphic. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, if neither of you are going to guess again, I'm just going to tell you that the answer is 10. Oh. Wow. Okay. Less than I thought. I had 10 sausages <laughs> for breakfast today. So... <laughs> I, is that why like you're said, sweating so much? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gary knocked back like 12 yesterday, so they need to reevaluate that record. I think come o- come over to Chicago and then do the record. It's a, I think it's a, it is a woman or a, a person named Lee, I believe, uh, in the UK. So ah, limey bastard, huh? Oh, they got those little bangers over there. Those aren't sausages. That's not even a sausage. What, are they washing it down with warm beer? Get out of here. Feel free to challenge the record on your own time. That's not why we're here. All right, I'm telling up the score here. I think we're at uh, nil a nil. (laughs) (laughs) It's a barn burner. (laughs) That's it. That's all the questions I got for you. I am embarrassed, mostly for Mike, but also, also for Eric. Yeah, not my best showing. Not your worst, either. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Well, uh, what do you say, folks? Is it time for our ratings? Oh, yeah, I forgot that's part of this. Yeah, I guess. Ratings! Ratings. Was was that good? Should I take that again? Yeah, Yeah, try one more. For safety. Ratings! Uh, Some panache. It's going to be fun to edit. Yeah. Yeah, I think I spiked there a little bit. You sure did. (laughs) All right, one more. Ratings. Oh, nope. No, nope. too quiet. You, uh, that... No? You got to hit the T a little harder. That one sounded a little different in my headphones. Ratings? Yeah, that's... Yeah. That better? Um, Perfect. It's different, for sure. It is different. I want to give them options, you know? Yeah. Them? <laughs> Ken and CJ. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do edit <laughs> it together. Yeah. We'll be evaluating my performance, I assume. Uh-huh. Yep. They both put in equal amount of work in editing the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Real 50-50 partnership. <laughs> <laughs> Got 
Got him. Yikes. Damn. <laughs> All right, uh, Laura, why don't we start with you uh, on a scale of 1 to 10? How would you rate this documentary for you? I uh, was pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah, I, I knowing that it is a mockumentary, um, I think that they put a lot of effort into... I spoke again. It's a documentary. I, I didn't, actually. Um, okay. I think that the 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 fake songs and the there the absolutely <laughs> horrendous wigs were just an absolute joy to watch. I I actually nice. typically don't care for either of those two comedic actors on their own. They're just I don't know why. Uh, I guess I hate talented people. Um, <laughs> but out of ten, seven. Nice. If you hate talented people, then why are you so such a frequent guest on this show? You know what I mean? I stand by what I said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cousin Eric, for you. Well, this documentary is fake. It's a work of fiction. Just kind of want to be ex- as explicit about that as possible. Um, and I don't understand. Yes, <laughs> because Please. it's a work of fiction. I thought it was cool. Why? I like. I watched it. Does <laughs> stuff happen? I can listen to their song. I, don't I like all the references to Chicago. Um, yeah, that was cool. Hey, that was probably my favorite part. Sometimes they'd say a name of a street that I've been on before. That was really exciting. Clyburn, Clyburn, David, Gerta, Gerta. Wow, look at that. That's like a Chicago native right there. That's me. <laughs> um so because of all that stuff i'll give it a six wow okay because it really seems like you were listing a bunch of positive traits and then they give it a six interesting yeah that's all right okay <laughs> all right now i really want to get this part right so here we go <clears throat> for me wow that's good can we sorry can we get one more, just a little higher pitch. One more, okay. Like an octave. Higher up. pitched. Octave up, okay. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm channeling Clark, the the falsetto, very phallic and manly. Mm, good reference, Clark. Okay. <clears throat> For me, it was a little more Kermity than I expected, but I guess that'll be fine. <laughs> For me. Oh, hey, that's pretty good. See, you should have your own podcast where you do, I don't know, anything else. Mike, this is great. This is all really great stuff. You really got to be putting this somewhere. That's really nice of you to say. Why is there so many so? I, okay, let's. For now, though, why don't we just stick to the script and what's yeah. what's your rating? Songs about rainbows. Oh dear. Okay. For me, you know, this is uh, a a documentary about a Chicago band that they their songs rock. They rock hard. You know what I mean. Uh, such as guys, those are my people. Uh, so obviously this is getting a 10. Wow. Hitting the music sting for yourself. Real cool stuff. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) He's really kind of coming into his own. I don't know. Maybe, maybe kind of coming around on Cousin Mike. That's interesting because I have gone the other direction. <laughs> I came prepared. I, I'm t- I told you. I want to make this count. I want to prove to the guys that I got what it takes, you know. I'm glad one of us was able to come prepared. 
It would have really been nice to have a heads up. I, uh, yeah. You know, I usually do this podcast uh, as a favor. I mean, it ends up being kind of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, sometimes. Boy, I just uh, a lot of curveballs today, huh? <laughs> Eric, huh? <laughs> yeah, definitely was not my typical experience on this podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So CJ's been on my shit list better. for a while. If I'm honest, and at this point, I don't, I don't know what's going on. It's hard to come back from this. I think. Well, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> Anytime. Always uh, a pleasure. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Uh, Lauren, why don't we start with you? Uh, you got anything to plug there? I know you got that wonderful Instagram account. I follow. I'm a follower. Ooh, me too. I was not aware of that. Uh, okay. Um, yes, I have an Instagram where I draw silly pictures um, called Shallon Can't Draw. Uh, I'm writing a book this year. I'm 40% of the way through. I'm very excited oh, about yeah. that. And, uh, no one will ever be allowed Hell to read yeah. it, <laughs> but, uh, I could use all the, all the motivation and support that I can get. So thanks a bunch. Big ol' hell yeah to that. Yeah. Cousin Mike, any words of wisdom for a book writer? I, I would love to hear what Cousin Mike has to say about being an author. You know, I am a learned individual. I, I tend to, I read mm. mostly just manuals of how to work the machinery at the at the factory. You got to be careful. Safety is important. I, so I would say uh, me, a, a working class blue collar guy, you just got to buckle down and do it. You know, no one's going to do it but you. So keep it up. Thanks. Surprisingly okay. yeah. helpful. Thank you. Not bad. <laughs> I was bracing myself for something Could have done without the the first part about the manuals and stuff, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Could have got right to the point there, but yeah. Could have. It's not really his thing, you know? (laughs) Very true. My cousin Eric, a.k.a. Brother Eric, what do you want to plug? Um, not much to plug. I just started a new job. You did mention the band you can find on Spotify. Yeah, so check out Things Are Fun on Spotify. A legitimate real band, actually, in this case. Um, you can also check out Fear, Smoking on Instagram, Bandcamp. I put out a very, very desperate plea last time I was on the pod for people to follow my Instagram, and I got a whopping zero followers. <laughs> so uh, maybe keep that up. Uh, keep me humble. <laughs> Don't follow That's me. That's <laughs> fear and then the word comma and then the word smoke. Correct. Yes. Got it. Um, Just to make it clear for our listeners. Yeah. Check that out. Otherwise, uh, peace and love. I got a regular Ringo here. Ringo. From Liverpool. That's great. I hope to see you soon in the city. Can't wait for you to make the trip here, move here permanently. Yeah, and just kind of hoping that you'll be out of town whenever I make it up there. We'll see. Yeah, me too, so I don't have to help you move in. Never in a million years would I ask you to help me move in. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have kind of, I'm usually sore after a full day's work. I don't think I'd be any help anyway. Uh, oh, you usually so get sore time, after doing stuff? That's interesting. Sorry, what? It's a lot of manual labor. Yeah, that's right. Lifting things. And manual things. reading. Am I right? <laughs> Ladies?
Uh, Eric, uh, last time you helped me out with this, uh, where should people follow us? Oh, God. Um, well, you can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. And where could they call or text the show? Uh, you, uh, uh, <laughs> USA Cat 1591. Hey, you got there, folks. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> that is right. Yes! <laughs> Uh, you can, of course, email the show at overtalkingpot at gmail.com. Go to the website, overtalkingpot.party. You can type in the word Cousin Mike. Pull up episode 171 from September 30th of 2020. That's a good one. Also, don't That's forget, they spend no money on advertising. <laughs> Thank you so much. We spend no money. <laughs> so you like the show, uh, go tell a friend. Uh, and actually, oh, I know this... This does. This normally only happens when Ken and CJ are here, but uh, I don't know. Er, Eric, uh, careful! Look, look behind you. Ah! <laughs> Fuck! The overdogging overlords are here. Jesus! That uh, you, you as the the host can canonically now see them. Yeah, this is terrifying. Bolting. I'm in my own home. How do yeah. they know where I live? They have their ways. Uh, we don't know how they show up, but they, they show up at the end of every single episode to remind me, to remind you, to do all the things we already said. Uh, if you like the show, tell a friend. That'd be great. Oh. And, and they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Jesus. Okay. It's really polite of them to not interrupt recording. Yeah. They really only come to just poke their bony finger in uh, Ken's back, just to really remind them to get, get with it. Interesting. I guess they know that all the ad revenue from this show goes to rent, so... They don't want to well, as you know, we spend on the money. <laughs> yeah, they have financial stake in this podcast being successful, so mm-hmm. I think they're respectful, which is nice. Yeah. That porpo is a real stickler. I'll tell you what. Yeah, don't get me started on that guy. We won't. Thanks for <laughs> listening. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by me. Special thanks to my brother Eric and Lauren Shawin for tolerating Cousin Mike. I gotta love that guy, though. The wonderful music you're hearing right now was created by the talented Justin Peters. You can check out the rest of his work at justinpeters.bandcamp.com. We'll see you next week. Bye!